0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Gutter Talk. My name is Raina Terror, and I am the haunted brick of San Francisco. And I am joined today by Putricia and Molly Tori. Putricia, how are you doing tonight?
1: I'm um... great.
0: How you? <laughs> Molly, it was <laughs> even you. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, everyone, that is our everyone that is our intro my name is putricia for realsies i am the drag boogeyman and i am a constant source of mayhem for these poor girls that i have trapped with me tonight reyna go ahead and introduce yourself
2: hi i'm the haunted my name is reyna i'm the haunted brick of san francisco cat boy edition i have my leather shirt i have my cunty e-girl makeup and i have cat ears it's giving hot topic
0: oh my god spice is that you
2: <laughs> I can't wait for me to haunt both of your dreams one day. I'll welcome it. Anyway, let's introduce Molly.
3: <laughs> Hi, I'm Molly. I'm Sacramento Slaughterhouse whore, and I'm so happy to be here and roast the shit out of these bitches.
0: Cute. All right, well, today we're going to be talking about um season 5 episode 2 of Dracula: Children of the Can.
3: Otherwise known as Putricia's episode.
0: Yeah, this was a this is a putricia episode, and after the putricia moment from Onyx yes last episode, hearing about this one, I was just kind of like, Oh. I really should have just been on this season. I should have just actually followed through with my audition. <laughs> they were like, We can mine this for content. <laughs> You'll never get on <laughs> They'll just siphon you <laughs> until
3: you're decayed. <laughs>
0: What RuPaul wishes she could have done to uh, Pearl and Max. (laughs) Alright, so this episode was Children of the Can. It is a filth-themed episode. It focuses solely on the tenet of filth after fans have spent so many seasons asking the Boulay brothers, how come you don't do any filth challenges anymore? Um, so the general premise is the Boulets tell the Monsters that the challenge this week is they have to create their own version of a gross-out trading card character and present it on the floor show, and whoever creates the filthiest performance wins. You guys got anything to say about this episode, like, just going into it?
2: I just really think that they read your little, like, written okay. audition, and they're like, oh, this is this is good. Well This mm-hmm. is
0: yeah i exactly. love how campy and cartoony is. i think the premise love. of that i think so it was for those of, who, really those of you who cute, aren't that's aware that's what they chose this episode is explicitly episode. They could have based on the garbage pail kids something which like, like oh make a look out of like garbage and shit or do something
3: um, that's just like a trash i don't know white why i know about them but i've known about like them since i was a kid went, for some like reason and i've been obsessed with them same you knew about them molly i did i i I've seen them, but then when the episode came, I was like, what is that? Then I looked it up and I was like, oh wait, it's those!
0: Yeah. <laughs> when they announced the episode title, because every Monday uh, when the episodes come out, um, someone on Reddit like leaks the Amazon description of the episode and the title. And I remember the Reddit was just going crazy with the title where it was just children of, ki- kids of the can. And everyone was just kind of like, canned like canned food (laughs) everyone was like what is it what does this mean (laughs) oh and then someone have
2: one thing and it go ahead these bitches were rotted just right out the gate
0: rotted imagine that the um extermination is you have to go and, like, all of the competitors de-drag by taking a shared bath, and then the extermination is you have to drink that. Ew. Like, imagine if that was the uh, soup challenge oh, extermination. No. <laughs> 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 okay. Only you could think of this stuff. <laughs> this is horrible. I'm the filth queen here. All right, well, let's go ahead and get into the episode. So all of the competitors walk back into the lab. Um and then Satana walks back in amongst them. As we know from last episode, Satana was spared. JK was killed. Um, Satana just gives them the rundown of what all they had to do with the hiking and everything. Blah, blah, blah. Not a whole lot happens. And then they get to the fright feet. <laughs> they announce that the fright feat for this episode is they will have to chug garbage smoothies. Made with only the finest garbage that L.A. can offer. Like Vish, <laughs> and then as they're as they're putting the steins on the table, there is an eleventh Stein, and J.K. walks right back in the door. All right, so let's go ahead and let's talk about this fright feet um let's talk about those delicious looking smoothies do you guys think you would have drank one of those smoothies
3: i don't know that i would actually be able to do it because um for me i think the biggest thing that would get me axed out of the competition is anything that has to deal with like food or putting anything in my mouth Because I am, like, so squeamish and sensitive to that stuff. So when I saw that and, like, everybody's, like, gagging and shit, I was like, no, I'm
2: going to die. So, as someone who loves tasty treats, (laughs) and as someone who would rather not experience bad food experiences, because there's nothing more disappointing than doing, like, food things and it's not pleasurable as a as a food centric hedonist unfortunately for my body um i would have cried i wouldn't i would have tried to make an honest effort and the moment like that tiniest sip of garbo hits my cup like my my palate i would have cried i would have creamed i would have screamed then i would have left the building Good thing it's only just a, you know, just a fear challenge. It's not like the main extermination event. If it was an extermination event, I would have, um, I would have tried to chug it, open the skull it, show him what, a what my Gok Gok 6000 really is.
0: Oops, slay. I would have, I would have done the, I would have done the Fright Feet. I would try to finish it. Um, But I was listening to the exit interview of the Eliminated Contestant for this episode, and they revealed that there was, like, a thin layer of oil on all of the smoothies, and it was, like, just barely, like, warm, and there were, like, chunks of garlic in them. Oh, Um, no. So that would have been an experience. I I don't think I would have been able to finish it. (laughs) I would have definitely been like landed in season three where i just kind of like pour it over myself to make it look like i'm drinking all of it um let's also talk about the surprise return of jk so if you guys were on the season and you know you get through the first episode and then suddenly there's an 11th stein at the table and then jk walks back in what would you guys be thinking
2: are we thinking god damn it this burgeoning brick decides to show up again she should have just stayed dead <laughs> mostly just because of the fact that that means we have to do that shit all over again and also partially just because um, most i would have been on the bottom that means that i the weaker competitor in that situation would have come back um would be me again. I would be frustrated, not at JK,
3: because I know like JK coming back is not a decision made by JK, but I would be frustrated that I mean, especially if I was in Satana's position. Especially if I was like, if I worked my ass off for that extermination and I survived, and then oh, the loser gets to live too. That's just like, what did I even do that for? You know what I mean?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, if I were in Satana's position, I would have been in the confessional. I would have been like, mm-hmm, so why why were they brought back? What was the reason?
3: <laughs> yeah, I wish that was actually explained, and it just kind of wasn't. Like,
0: <laughs> Yeah, they explained it on the podcast. Um... And that's one of those. If you're not listening to the podcast, you're only getting one sixty-four hundredth of the story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but on the podcast, Drac basically explained that um, when they had twelve competitors originally, and the last the twelfth competitor dropped out at the very last second, so they had planned for twelve competitors. So they had one save st- stored up because. They only had 11 show up. And then also, because both of them followed through with the extermination, as opposed to, like, one of them chickening out at the last second, Drac was like, well, we might as well keep JK and just, like, tease everyone for a week.
3: That's fair. And I guess they wouldn't really explain that there's a 12th competitor in, like, the season itself. Yeah. So.
0: Drack did also explain that um, with the, like, bring JK back, it means that everyone gets two episodes to show something. And then on the second episode, someone goes home for real realsies. Which I kind of like. Yeah. Yeah. As we get, as we go through, like, more of these drag competition shows, I'm kind of starting to prefer, like, giving all of the ghouls one day to just get used to how everything works and everything. And then then like a like a practice round kind of a practice yeah. round with and then it gets real yeah a practice round where it's kind of like oh no you fell through the like trap door into the pit full of spikes well at least the spikes are made out of like kid foam so you're not going to die but just a reminder you're going to die next time
2: <laughs> yeah i think i enjoy that too especially if the first episode is always going to be like an introductory episode it doesn't punish anyone for doing what they do best for most cases, or for people who do, like, a strategic, soft version of what they do.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And, and, like, the Belays have also stated that the first episode is always hard for them, just because, like, you know, if you're one of the competitors getting ready, you never know what the first episode is going to be, and it would suck to have your first episode be the one challenge that you struggled with. I kind of prefer... The surprise... I kind of prefer that they do a non-elimination. I like the surprise element of it. Did we need a whole fake death scene for JK? Probably not.
3: <laughs> it was mediocre anyway, so... I mean...
0: Yeah. Alright, so... They do the, uh... They do the fright feet, And then JK is revealed to have actually chugged it first. JK won the fright feet and gets the ability to curse someone... You have to go sit in the uh, Teletubby toilet bowl (laughs) until the floor show is ready. If you guys were in that room with them, who would you have cursed to go into the Teletubby toilet bowl?
3: This is a hard question because it's like, it's like, I want to see every single one of them in a porta potty because I think that would be fucking hilarious. But then it's also just like, I mean, whoever I pick that's going to put a target on my back. So <laughs> I would probably choose like the person that I think is like the weakest competition. So I would have chosen Onyx, personally.
2: Yeah. Okay. So I would have picked. Honestly, I would have picked um, Niohuru oh, or okay. Fantasia. Maybe even Orc Gothic. Because they're, like, very prosthetics or, like, very, like, precision makeup focused compared to everyone else. Like, everyone else can get away with, like, sort of, like, offset makeup because, like, Throb has, like, the sharp contour and stuff like that. Jarvis is, like, mostly monotoned, so that's kind of easy to sparse out. And, like, Cynthia, you saw what Cynthia did with the toilet bowl. so I would pick one of the pretty girlies so that it's easier for me to pick off the stronger competitors
3: okay and what about you Patricia?
0: i think i would have chosen either satana or blackberry because i listen here's how i approach these situations and you guys know this just from me interacting with you guys and other people i'm the bitch that pushes people's buttons I would, not choose, I would not choose someone who I think is like the strongest competition. I would choose someone who is sitting comfortably in the middle to like close to the bottom who I know I would get a reaction out of. And then I would just kind of be like, oh, no, you're cursed. Looks like I sent you on vacation. Have fun. Damn. <laughs> the only way you can win, I guess. More, screvy,
2: more TV time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not Molly agreeing. <laughs>
0: That's who. That's who I would have sent into um into the Teletubby toilet bowl.
2: Okay. All right. Okay. Question: Who do you think J.K. was gonna send? Because I was under the impression that J.K. might have gone for Satana or for um Blackberry at the time before. You know, Cynthia decided to open her goddamn mouth. Oh, I, I knew it was going to be Cynthia, because even
3: in, like, episode one, Cynthia was just coming for everybody. <laughs> and then, of course, she's doing the
0: whole narrative, JK,
3: you're coming for everyone! Like, no. <laughs> so I
0: have I have more podcast boulet tea, mm-hmm. if you guys don't mind. So mm-hmm. Drac also revealed—I love how Drac reveals so much about the filming process, and then Swan just kind of sits there pretty— but Drac revealed um, when they when J.K. won, they pulled J.K. aside, and they were like, "Okay, well, who are you going to pick?" That way, we know who to have the cameras focused on. And J.K. told them Blackberry, <laughs> and then literally, like, they have they they position all the cameras and everything, and they're like, "Okay, like, start." J.K. say who you want to send to the Porta Potty, and then J.K. goes, um. Cynthia. That's hilarious. <laughs> and apparently, apparently Drack was just sitting there going, girl, we had all the fucking cameras pointed at Blackberry. <laughs> Not this. God. <laughs>
2: so yeah, you're there in spirit, Patricia. I'm so JK coded. Absolutely.
3: So if you got sent, if, if you got cursed and sent, to the port the porta potty how would you fare?
2: <sighs> you are both so <laughs> rotted to me. Just because I'm a leather cat boy today. <laughs> I was about to explain that! For listeners at home, it takes me a little too long to do my makeup um, for drag. It's like a six seven to six hour affair I don't eat and I don't drink anything beyond water when I'm doing it so if I'm stuck in like a teletubbie toilet bowl situation I might be going feral I might be trying to break the iron bars of my enclosure for some form of sunlight because I am a blind bitch and I need to see what I'm doing and I need to do like very intricate details even though it doesn't look like I'm doing very intricate details every part of my makeup is like thought out oh wow so I die I die when they open up the porta potty. There's just my corpse,
0: just gonna go. If I had to be cursed to the porta potty, I would eat that shit up. Oh wow! I would be chewing on the scenery so much. I would spend every moment, every moment that I was aware the cameras were filming. I would be like, No! How could you do this to me? After all that I've done for you. <laughs> Um, and then literally, like, the moment that no one's around, I would just kind of be sitting there doing my makeup, and I'd be like, oh, this, this shit is nice. I'm away from the bitches. I don't have to worry about other people being fucking stupid as shit. And it only takes me an hour to do my makeup, so I feel like I'd slay. Mm-hmm. I would probably survive if I, if I had to do my makeup in a porta potty,
3: because while I prefer having, like, better lighting, it's not required for me. 'Cause I kind of I already know the steps, I've already memorized everything I need to do. Mm-hmm. And then Yeah, porta potties smell bad, but to be honest, I've smelled worse.
0: Oh, and if you sit in there for like ten minutes, you stop smelling it. Like Niyahuru said, I've done way worse in porta potties. I can do my makeup in them.
2: <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I love Niihuru. That entire bit was so funny.
0: Alright, so they get done with the porta potties. JK announces that Cynthia is cursed. And we'll have to spend a limit like the floor show day getting ready in the porta potty. Um as we've said, the theme this week is children of the can. Basically they have to make an off brand garbage pail kids. Did you guys come up with any ideas for what you would do for your garbage pail kids looks?
3: My concept would be very, very similar to Throb Zombies, I think. It would not be exact. I think what mine would be is i would have like a like a tray of dolls or like a cart full of dolls and then in order to like make a meal with i would pull the dolls apart and then like different ingredients would fall out of them as well as like guts and stuff like that right and then the finale would be me like pulling my head apart and grabbing a chunk of my brain
0: okay i like that
2: thank you
3: What about you, Raina?
2: Oh, God. I haven't thought about it, really. But if I'm allowed to make it up on the spot, I was kind of thinking something along the lines of just something to do with... It'd be similar to, like, Cynthia's look, to be honest, with, like, um, the themes of, like, addiction. But I want to be, like, this little infant who is drinking too much i want to be a alcoholic infant because oh. i think it's funny that's such a good idea though wait wait <laughs> like think think of cabbage patch kid with a giant like baby bottle full oh. of like blatantly like okay. with a blatant amf and i'm walking out full of in my high moonshine. heels
0: yeah and i'm in my high heels drunk as shit Wait, wait, if you're, you need to have, like, you need to have, like, the giant high heels from, like, the kimchi's paperball episode. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, Or, like, the the high heels that made me um, fall off the stage horribly and break my ankle when I was on the Chionis thing. Yeah. The, the Converse-looking <laughs> one. I'm gonna wear that while I'm drunk as shit, and I'm drinking more from my baby bottle, <laughs> and I'm, like, just kind mm. of stumbling around. And I have, like, a little, like, stuffed animal that's, like, um, leather daddy because... Reasons... Reasons, yeah. What about you,
0: Poo Poo? What would you do? So I came up with two ideas as as I do. Mm-hmm. So my original idea when the episode was, ha- when I was watching the episode originally, was like, it was called um Candied Corns. And so my idea was I was like this, um I was wearing this pumpkin dress and I would have like these gigantic prosthetic feet that would all have like little candy corns poking out looking like they were um like bun like what's the term bunions corns corns stuff like that and then i would like push them out i would like pop them pus would leak out and then i would like lick it all up and stuff but i thought a similar idea that would probably go a little bit better would be called um hairless herald. Did you guys ever watch the episode of Family Guy where Peter talks about his naked albino twin?
3: No, I don't think I have.
0: Okay. There's an episode that has, like, a specific version of Nightmare Fuel to me where Peter is like, I have a naked, hairless albino twin. And he, like, goes out into the shed and there's just this, like, pale, white, hairless version of Peter in there. So I would walk out looking like that. And then I would like pull an ingrown hair out of my body and then I would just keep pulling more ingrown hairs and blackheads out and then I would vomit up a hairball and then I would like slurp it all up on the stage. That was my other idea.
2: Patricia, I just want to say you're fucking sick, and I wish someone would put you down already. Please. For the, <laughs> for the love of everything that is holy. Not you coming
3: for Raina's catboy gig with the fucking hairball concept. <laughs>
0: I I <laughs> came up with this... I came up with this idea yesterday in the shower. I was like, huh, I could do a better Garbage Pail Kids look. And then I thought, Hairless Harold, what more do you need to be? Patricia (laughs) thought about this as she was scrubbing her hair, and then like a gallon of her hair
3: fell off her head. She was like, oh wait, I can do a look with this.
0: I thought of this as I like took my wig off and I recited the, she's bald, she's bald and she's taking it out on people who have hair. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of which, um, sound off in the comments if I should become a bald queen, everybody. I'm trying to decide.
3: (laughs) Say yes. Please
2: say yes.
0: Okay. So let's go ahead and let's move on to some of what happens in the actual episode. So they're getting ready for their looks. We're going through the lab. We're watching the monsters get ready to mash. Um, Who stands out to you guys just right off the bat from the, like, going through the lab, watching them make everything?
2: Um... To me? <laughs> you bitch! <laughs> Give us time to think. To remember.
3: Well, for me, when I saw some of uh, Throb Zombie's props, I was like, Now hold up, this could be cute. I was like, the rhinestone headpiece. And then other ones that stood out to me was Onyx. I thought Onyx was going to do better than she actually did when I saw like all the, the spikes and when she was explaining her concept, I was like, that could be cute.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: We'll We'll get to Onyx again later. And then I think another one that stood out to me, when I saw like Fantasia's blood bag, I thought that would be cute. Maybe she could do something with that. I was, like,
0: intrigued. Okay. I think that... Well, first off, uh, what caught, what caught your eye about Fantasia's blood bag? Like, kind of expand on that, because I'm not going to lie. Fantasia's cool, but I feel like she's been a little bit quiet these two episodes, so I, she hasn't really caught my eye yet.
3: Yeah, so she didn't really explain the concept. This is just, like, based on what I saw, I was intrigued because this was supposed to be like a challenge that's like really fun and campy and filth, right? And then she's bringing a blood bag. So I'm like, that's interesting. Is she going to go the body horror route that's a little too like serious or or is she going to turn it into something?
0: You know what I mean? Mhm. I think that um the person that immediately stuck out to me was Niahuru, because I dissected that trailer when they when they dropped the initial season trailer, I dissected it like scene by scene. And I noticed that Niahuru had a spider look. And I knew it was her based on like the rhinestoned makeup. And then there was also a scene in the trailer where it was um a puppet of Niahuru's spider look next to a puppet of Throb's ice cream look. And I was like, oh, these are on the same episode. So when they announced the garbage pail kids theme and I started seeing Throb make their stuff, I was like, Oh, we're getting the spider look from Nia Huru And then the thing that really sold me on my interest in this look was of course the moment where she just goes, These pussy this pussy is silicone, this pussy is silicone, and this pussy's made in China. <laughs> that was glorious. <laughs> Comedy gold. And I do love the concept of just like a pregnant spider mother who is just like constantly giving birth to more and more spider babies. I think I thought that that was like a brilliant idea. And I really appreciate Niahuru's craftsmanship. She kind of won me over these past two episodes alone.
3: I can wholeheartedly agree with that. Yeah,
2: same. Honestly, I can whole wholeheartedly agree with that. Um, she's been blowing my mind. I thought she was going to be, like, first out. Spoiler. Um, I thought she would be first out, but she's, like, hitting every note. I'm excited to see what she does.
0: Reyna, who stood out to you just going through the lab?
2: You mentioned neo so I can't do that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and ork Gothic, I think ork released really stood out to me when they were, like, when ork was, like, doing uh the prosthetics i was super super excited to see his um uh his creation especially when he mentioned like the hemorrhoids i immediately was like i had this visceral disgust and, yeah he got me he got me, gal. all
0: right well let's talk about some of the contestants who haven't really gotten a lot of screen time yet like we mentioned fantasia jarvis hasn't really gotten much screen time at all it's it's interesting, you know, like someone said, one of the things about these shows is there are two categories. There are the mm-hmm. contestants who make it further, so the editors save their storylines and their comments for when for later in the competition when there are less contestants. Mhm. And then there are the contestants who are just boring. Like they just they just aren't that interesting to follow. Um So We've been seeing, obviously, a lot of Onyx, a lot of Cynthia, a lot of JK, a lot of Satana. Who do you guys think of the other monsters are boring? And who do you think are going to survive later into the season?
3: Um, At this point, I'm kind of sleeping on Fantasia. I thought, like, going in and then, like, hearing about how she's like a, a prominent performer and she's already pretty well known that i i thought she was going to bring more than i'm seeing from her so my expectations are being
2: lowered a little bit mm-hmm. i think orcagotic might go pretty far i don't think it's a case of them being boring just that they have like more when there's less people around just because mm-hmm. like i noticed on the second episode be like his gremlin gremlin energy kind of went up a little bit more. Fantasia, I'm kind of hesitant to say, but I think she might survive a lot longer than we think. Because, like, if you watch the Belay Brothers podcast, like a good Dragula monster, the Belays mentioned that, like, I reminded everyone that Fantasia is she's a good performer, but she's primarily like a pageant queen and she does mostly pageants mm-hmm. and she has that really intense pageant training. So she's being very, like, she might be very strategic at first before giving us more of her, like, personality. Okay. Which can be a hindrance, or it can be really smart, you know? Yeah. I think the judges, regardless of how
3: she did in this episode, I think the judges are sleeping on anaphy- anaphylactic a little bit. Because both, uh, both looks that I've seen... They were both good in concept, but the way that she executed them, I, both of which is just based on how she performed it, rather than how she looked. She struggles a little bit with performance, but I think that if she takes the judge's
2: notes, that she could go pretty far. So, just based on this episode, do you think she's gonna live or she's gonna die or she's boring? Come on, Molly. Yes or no? Well, that's that's what I'm saying. I think Anna will probably make it pretty far.
3: Okay. Even though she's not getting that much screen time because, I mean, compared to some of the other things that the the other contestants have to say, Anna Philactic is a little dull. You know what I mean? But I think that even if she doesn't have a lot to say that might be interesting, her concepts are really interesting. And that that's what's going to keep her safe in this competition Mm -hmm.
0: okay interesting i'm not gonna lie i'm kind of worried for jarvis a little bit um i love jarvis and i love the stuff that they've come up with between promo first episode and this episode um and it might be that they just didn't have a whole lot to their to say this episode you know but i don't know i feel like this is two episodes in is when you start to establish a lot of the like personalities that you're going to see throughout the season and besides Jarvis kind of Mm -hmm. having one moment where they were like oh yeah this is my look in episode one we don't really see them very much so I'm kind of nervous for them I really hope that they go all the way because I love Jarvis but I'm most nervous for them Mm -hmm. and then I'm also nervous for anaphylactic.
3: Okay. Okay. Yeah, I can see what you mean with, with them. What do we think about Blackberry? No one said anything about her.
0: What is there to say? What is there to say? No, I'll say this. Um I was excited based on her promo. Um she seems very nice. I have yet to really be like wowed. But I will say she she fits the theme Mm -hmm. for the episode. Yes. Which compared to some of the other contestants, like it's one of those things where it's kind of like kind of a low bar, but then you see some of the other contestants and you're like, oh, that's actually a surprisingly high bar. Good job. (laughs) I'm just kind of waiting for like a more creative take on the challenges, I guess. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I personally think BlackBerry... Based on what she's done for Mm -hmm. the promo and for the and for this look, she's been kind of like fizzing out a little when it came to like the the little taste that we got as much as I gushed about her last episode, like her promo and introduction look were pretty good, and then her challenge her challenge outfits are kind of like eh,
0: we'll see. I think she just I think it's very much like um it's like Victoria on Titans. Like, you give her a prompt and she fits the prompt, but then it's kind of like, okay, cool. I was really hoping for, like, a super awesome sea monster, mm. but, like, it's cool that you were a sea monster. Yeah. But if you guys want, we can go ahead and get into the actual floor show. Let's go ahead and take a moment and appreciate how amazing the boulets look this episode. <laughs> because the boulays they they decided that they wanted to take no prisoners with this look. I don't
2: like using the TikTok version of like queer language, but when I say mothers?
0: <laughs> mothers? <laughs> Mommy, sorry. Mommy? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Mommy? Mommy, step on me. <laughs> they're not your god (laughs) they're not the stepmothers they're the moms that stepped on your throat and left you gagged Ugh, so stunning they keep me young (laughs) this entire fit (laughs) this entire fit like from the wigs to just the uh, just the general outfit to the nails i love those nails they look like fucking knives and i love that
2: You know I wear those long, thin, like, uh, metal nails over my fingers for drag. But those are the nails that I want. I want those ring claw fingers that they have. They just look so amazing. And they're fitted, so they're not going to, like, move around. Ugh, amazing. I love it. I love a good impractical ass nail. Like that.
0: This look kind of reminds me of Molly. Like, I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Like, the big hair, it's kind of vampy. Like, it's slutty, but it's, like, kind of, it's, like, horror-leaning slut. I don't know, when I just see this look, I just kind of see what you're starting to turn into with your with your drag.
3: Oh, I don't know It could make you possibly say that.
0: <laughs> I like the outfit, because, like, when you have nails that are so extreme and hair that is so extreme, you kind of need something that's a little bit more... Subtle, mm-hmm. um, unless you're like me and you're a more is more girl, um, which the Boulets are not from their stylings. I think you really just need something that like is a lot more subtle and a lot more just kind of like classic. I do like the fact that they decided to go for like a latexy bodysuit that was really cool, and we don't really see bodysuits on the Boulets very often, which was a nice surprise um and then i love the nail i love the lip color the like blue glitter
2: yeah that was so pretty i want it
0: you know what my favorite thing about the boulets and all of their looks are uh the fact that they don't color match their foundation (laughs) yeah kind (laughs) of like you not this (laughs) And you only really notice it when they're in the judging booth. But like, (laughs) do you feel represented? It's 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 just kind of like, hi, got (laughs) Mick.
2: I bet you feel great about that. (laughs) Do you feel like you can do anything as? Yeah. Do you think you can do anything as a white, genderqueer, genderfuck, queer person with an office job?
0: I feel very, this entire season <laughs> so far, I felt so represented.
2: That
3: is so shitty.
0: All right, well, let's get into the actual floor show, okay?
2: It's Blackberry. See, I'm the one with the actual notes. You shouldn't, you shouldn't mess with me. I can get us all out of order. Make you look like a fool. Boo-boo the goddamn fool. Oh, honey. Girl, okay. security.
0: Okay, let's talk about Anaphylactic first, since she's first. <laughs> okay, Blackberry. Reyna, go ahead and start us off. Little Miss Notetaker. Little Miss Secretary.
2: Ugh, I wish. They get paid decently compared to retail. Okay, so for Blackberry... Um, I put down that, like, the color scheme she has going on, the green and purple, was, a smart choice. And it's really flattering on her skin, so I was able to trail her really easily because of that. Also, um, the little white accents really did bring out her golden glow, so it's, like, a lot of, like, interesting colors working together, which I do enjoy. A lot of the monsters don't really play with color that well. I like the hair. It was beautiful, well done. But she could have, like, picked a different color, I think. It didn't work on the stage as much as it did work on like um, the picture she posts on Instagram or in real life, which I think is a detriment when you, you know, this is primarily excuse me, this is primarily done as a televised thing. Mm-hmm. I liked the style of shoes and socks she ma- she picked. You know, the little cunty little um, biscuit heels that look like she's like a cabbage patch kid. I didn't like the color choice. Oh, the black shoe didn't fit. I feel like if she did, like, a green or purple long sock with the white stripes and, like, a white shoe, yeah. that would have, like, been super cohesive and really made, like, the look even more solid. Yeah. But when I noticed that the that little detail was, like, not exactly a decent color, then I started noticing, like, little more things about her that wasn't, like, as, works together as much as they did, especially with, like, the gag at the end. I don't know if you want to talk about the gag or not. Okay. Especially with the amount of vomit she did. It just felt like it was just a very last minute tacked on like the shoe and sock. That's it.
0: I will say about the sock. I think the sock could probably be better if she stained it the same way as the dress. Mhm. That's one of those things where it's kind of like, you know, if you're if you're vomiting all of this stuff and your dress is stained with the vomit, why are your socks not stained with the vomit? Like let's get land insider level of details in here if we're going to go land insider details. I really liked this look like i said earlier i think blackberry is someone who does a good job of fitting the prompt Mm -hmm. you give her a prompt and she knows how to fit it i like the uh she has all over her i think those are a really nice touch i love the colors of the outfit and so yeah i think that this is a really good look i think it's just missing like a little bit extra touch to it i would have loved if she popped one of the pustules or if like She just kind of had something more to it other than just her skipping around, being like, I'm a little sweetheart, tee hee, and then suddenly she vomits.
2: Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I agree with both of you about that. I want to talk about the basket. The basket was so cute. I don't feel like the basket's being talked about enough. Mm Mm-hmm. Can I have the basket? In particular, out of everything else on the outfit, the basket,
0: I want it. And it's got a little bow on it, too. I know which also wasn't stained. Yeah, all of the white accents weren't stained, which is weird.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Cuz it's like cause it's like so much of the rest of the look with the dress and stuff is actually stained like it like you would expect it to be. Yeah. Um I will say I love her makeup. Blackberry is really talented with her makeup skills. And I think that she just did a good job of just painting a really good mug that manages to go on with all of these, like, cool colors that she has.
3: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I
0: like her wig, but
3: I kind of wish the, uh, like, the little, the spheres on the wig, I wish they were, like, the pustules also. I think that would have really connected the look. Mm Mm-hmm. That, and then, like, the shoe thing that you mentioned, but that's all I have to say on Blackberry. I like this look.
0: So let's move on to Orc Gothic. Who wants to start off?
3: Um, I can I could start off. I don't know why the judges didn't bring this up at all. I think his face was supposed to be an ass. Cause he had like a little turd coming out of where his mouth is supposed to be. <laughs> I like the um I don't know. I both like this look and don't. I, I can see why it fits the theme, but I also think it was a little too like literal and too like grotesque. And not enough, like, campy elements
2: to it. Mm-hmm. Hold that thought. Let me, let me get another drink and lubricate before I disagree with you, Molly. Which actually can take over for a bit. Okay.
0: Okay, so I'm going to take over for the cat boy. Um, I think that this is, like, a good look. But I do agree. It's missing the cartoonishness that I really kind of hoped for with this challenge. At the same time, some of the garbage Pail kids could be genu- genuinely horrific. That's true. So, I get where this look is coming from, and I think that it's a really—I think it's really well done, especially with the turd sliding out of the mouth area. Would I say that it's high? I'm not sure. I think I would probably put it as safe, honestly. I love orcotic, and I loved the look. I just think that it missed the challenge just a little bit but i do love i do love like the top harness that's kind of like quilted latex leathery you know that's a good touch
3: (laughs) and the spikes it kind of reminded me of uh, david bowie in like the the labyrinth movie Mm -hmm. kind of just like the top part but another thing i didn't like i kind of wish the hands were color matched to the the head. It kind of distracted me a little bit. Yeah. That's all I have to say on it. I like it, but I think it missed the
0: mark. Rainitra, what do you have to say?
2: Well, I can't take a sip before lubricating my throat because you, Patricia, brought up how... how, like, the Garbage Pail Kids, the, the training card, were grotesque, so... Thank you for taking my only point. In the words of RuPaul, that was stupid and you should kill yourself.
1: Oh,
0: wow. Bitch, you fucking wish. <laughs> Even if I do, you're not getting on the next season of Dragula. <laughs> not with that fucking six-hour mug. Plus the two-hour body care. Plus the two-hour nice. body care. Not with the fucking like 12-hour no. routine you take to get in drag. But I feel like, okay, I'm going to expand on my Orc-Gotic thing because we're doing, like, the whole performance for them. I will say Orc kind of, Orc performed better than I think they did last episode. Mm -hmm. I don't think they performed amazing. It was very, like, frantic and jittery, which makes sense for Orc's character, but I don't think it made sense for, like, the Garbage Pail Kids. Especially that moment where they, like, bent over and they were just kind of, like, frantically trying to spank their other hemorrhoid. Um, I was just kind of like, girl, you're missing that.
2: (laughs) Here's my notes for Orc Gothic before I go into, like, how I didn't like it. Positives are the textures were interesting and really grabbed my attention, but like Molly said, I do have to agree, like, the fact the hand wasn't textured was weird. Um... The eye color contact was really upsetting to my senses, but in a good way. Uh, kind of like when they vomited out like the pus or turned out of their hemorrhoid mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the tiny stone rhinestone d- decals were cute. I said that I was thoroughly disgusted, and I would have loved to have the character in my trash can child deck as a laminated holographic foil, rainbow foil, super rare, like one print only type thing. Not as, like, a constant character in my deck. Like, I, I don't know. I think it was cool at first, and then kind of fizzled out when they started
0: moving. Can I guess one of your critiques? Go ahead. Do you, how do you feel about Orcs' padding?
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't write down anything about their padding. I thought that the fact that he wasn't padded, and he had that huge hemorrhoid ass, really fit the character, as if, like, the hemorrhoids were actively feeding off his body. Because, like... He is very, very lanky. So, I think he worked well in his favor, especially with, like the doll proportions portions he had. Okay. So, yeah, you didn't get
0: me this time, bitch. Try again. But he is padded, actually. <laughs> I mean... If you go look, he has a tiny pad on one side. <laughs> <laughs> so... Damn. Who really got who here? Damn. <laughs>
3: and he has big-ass butt cheeks, but that's it. Yeah, I... I said- Big cheeks, no thighs.
2: <laughs> what did you want me to say? Oh, wow. Mary should have just proportionized the ass a little bit more by having some, like, under thigh like, padding. Maybe eat a sandwich? I want you to
0: say that you hate Troy Sivan.
2: <laughs> Here's the thing. Troy Savon is a cross giving, dra- getting drag value without actually doing drag. Or Tick is an actual drag artist doing drag. But I still think this was invalid, though.
0: So Okay. Okay. But what were your critiques for Reelsies?
2: That was it. Like my, my critiques for Real Z's was just that it was good to look at, but then like when we actually got to the performances, I was just kinda like eh. Like it just kinda fizzled out for me. And I think that's like it's gonna be like a running issue for the season until he's eliminated or for just the entire season if he manages to stay for the entire trip, is that his performances are gonna be slightly warming up to like an opportunity where the belays will have to grill him for it, and he and he will have to like actively perform the shit, pun not intended, out of all his looks from now on.
0: I think it's kind of a saint situation where like you have a specific character, and in Saints, in the saint scenario, it's very ethereal and slow moving. In orc scenario, it's very like frantic and jittery. Um, and I think it's one of those things where it's kind of, like, you have to learn how to, like, work that into a compelling performance. Like, it's not saying that you have to do the complete opposite, it's just saying that, like, you can't just bend over and miss spanking your ass and that be your entire performance, you know? Mm-hmm. But, let's move on to Little Miss Thing that came back from the dead. Let's move on to JK. Reyna, go ahead and start with J.K. Your husband.
2: We're divorced after this episode. Oh, actually, honey. oh, oh okay. <laughs> Tea, mama. <laughs> I understand. Okay, honest, I want to. I want to do a disclaimer because J.K. has gotten a lot of like vileness tossed toward. Um, Tossed toward his their way. I want to say, I like the concept of the look. I thought it was funny, especially with like the one giant Popeye arm, where you know he kind of cranked it off to the tiny little like magazine holding arm. I thought that was funny. That was it. The concept was funny, made me laugh. I did not think it was executed well. Um, Jk. Pulled a bitch pudding where they reused like the main aspect of their previous look, which is like the melted makeup, which is a controversial statement, but whatever. And I didn't like it as much when I saw them, and like they didn't perform that well on the stage compared to everyone else. It was a close to the bottom for me. Divorced.
1: Oh wow. Oh,
3: please do. Take a sip, babe, before you read me. (laughs) She's ready. She's primed.
0: I like the idea of, like, the skirt and the collar being made out of, like, out of semen. I feel like that's a cute idea. That's fun. I love the idea of, like, having, you know, a gigantic arm that you're just constantly gooning with. I feel like it's a cute concept. My biggest issue with what you said is the, like, it's the same makeup, because I'm looking at it right now, and it's not really, like, melting-focused. It's more like they have white face paint. They have, like, blush that's going all over their face just to make it look like they're constantly in heat. And then their lips are just drawn out. But their lips aren't drawn in a way that makes it look like they're melting. It looks like they have, like, a Joker smile going on. So, as far as the whole, like, well, you still have the same melting face, to quote Miss Cynthia Dahl, I don't think that JK does. I think that, like, you're just not used to abstract forms of makeup, Cynthia. Um, and it's also kind of wild to hear... It's always wild to hear the, like, "Will you have the same makeup on kind of thing, because it's like, yeah, almost everyone does. Like, everyone has just one face that they paint the same for every single episode. So, I think that this is a good look, though. I think that the whole performance, it's a little bit one note like you said. Um, They had that one moment where they did spray whipped cream all over everyone, so that was kind of cute, but other than that it was just kind of them standing in a corner just kind of awkwardly like making it look like they were masturbating. I was just gonna say, I think that this look is like safe. I like that there is a little bit of staining to the collar and the skirt, I like the magazine pieces being glued over everything, and I like the pearls. It's a safe look.
2: Insert the illicit Edwards, all right, all right, soundbite to this because that's what I'm thinking out right now.
0: <laughs> Molly, what do you think?
3: I agree with
2: both of you because, like,
3: um, I think it was fun, it was cute, it was safe, and I think what knocked it down a peg was just the performance. Um, but if JK perhaps. Had utilized the stage a little more and done more with their performance, and unlike Jarvis, they didn't have like a big old dick or anything. So like the, I don't know, some of the challenge was not the challenge, but like some of the uh, the look was lost with me, because yeah. there was just implied masturbation as opposed to Jarvis literally masturbating. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. That's what kind of knocked this performance down a peg for me. But I really like J.K.'s makeup this time. I think it's cute, although I think some of the shapes they did didn't really match the kind of character they're trying to go for. The funniest part for me was the really, really beefy arm. Yeah. I was like wheezy when J.K. first showed up. I thought it yeah. was really funny. This was the performance that I laughed the most at. I think it was the funniest, or one of the funniest. But would I place it high or winner? No, it, it's still safe in terms of the challenge. That's what I have to add to it.
2: Also, disclaimer: we do not hate JK in this podcast. We love and appreciate JK. It's just when he does poorly, or when he when they do poorly. We would have to reprimand.
0: Okay, but like when you said that, what you said that they were doing poorly was that they had the same makeup, and it's like they don't.
2: No, 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 no. I said they're in the similar situation as Bitch Pudding when she reused the li- the latex from her previous look into the bloated look. Mm-hmm. In that sense, where it's like again her previous look that required latex. The main focus was the liquid latex, and like the, and when she used it for the second look, it was still transformative. But you know, it it, it still is like a like la- like a liquid latex based look. It's it's kind of like comparing two liquid latex looks, and it's like well, it's liquid latex. What what difference is there really?
3: Yeah, it's interesting you brought that up. I want to bring something up relating to that. Now I don't know how Dragula and their editing works. I don't know if it's different than like RuPaul's Drag Race in terms of like what episodes are filmed in what order. I know that several contestants from like RuPaul's Drag Race, like namely Monica Beverly Hills from All Stars, she was talking about how she expected the reading challenge to be the first challenge, but then it wasn't. So it's possible that jk kind of fell into the same situation where they thought that these two looks were going to be done on like episode three and episode seven yeah but then it's one and two like right after each other
0: so as far as as far as i know from like like rumors and whispers and other things they aren't given like a episode one you're doing this look episode two you're doing this look they're basically given a large list where it's basically just like, have a look for this. Mm-hmm. Have a look for this. yeah, Have a look for this. And then they aren't told the episode order at all. Um, they don't find out until like the day that they walk into the room. And then the Boulets are kind of like, we're doing this challenge. So yeah, it is one of those where it's kind of like, it sucks if you prepared two looks that are the exact same. And then you get those two looks one after another. <laughs>
3: And it was the same thing with Gigi Good on season twelve, doing several helmet and headpiece looks in a row. That's all I'm gonna say on that. But I figured that was worth mentioning.
2: Yeah, you know what? I'll concede. I, I am the clown.
0: Let's move on to Little Miss Circus herself, Onyx on Dicks. Okay. Um, I'm gonna start this one off. I feel like this is a fun look. I'll say. I'll say that much at least. Um, this one is definitely very garbage-pale kids like. This is almost exactly a pre-existing Garbage Pail Kids card. So props to that for, for fitting the challenge. There's a little bit of controversy over whether or not Onyx should have been in the bottom for this episode because they fit the theme so much. I am a little bit of a Boulet Brothers like, loyalist. I very much agree with what they said where it was kind of like, "Will you fit the challenge theme... But we got onto you last week for not really, like, giving you. For not really, like, leaning into you. And then this week, you're just wearing a Garbage Pail Kids costume. So I think that this is a good look. I think that the performance, though, is kind of just them skating around and pulling a tooth out. Ultimately, I I didn't love this performance, and I kind of get why it was in the bottom. I think I probably would have just had it low, honestly, bottom three, but you get saved from extermination just because I think you fit the theme and you deserve points for that. I would just tell Onyx, hey, if you're not giving like sideshow showgirl the next episode, you're exterminated. What about you guys?
2: That's honestly everything I had to say. So I guess I'll just go to my Nick picks. (laughs) <laughs> if she had like a Reina Terror wig like circa twenty, twenty, like 2021 2022 where like the fibers near the base of the wig were so abused that they kind of become like very coarse curly like ramen noodle textured I think that would have like helped push it even more because that tends to be like big hair tends to be like associated with show girls. Um I wish the intent the intestine gag was like pushed even further, like having like her like just slowly ripping her guts out so she's like she can skate faster or whatever. And the tooth gag reminded me like when Loris did the metal cutting thing during um their resurrect their Drag of the Resurrection Vampire performance where like it was just very much like a oh, Drag of the girls do this and then like Laura's got like the metal saw thing to cut, like the saw to cut metal with, on their metal plate, on their costume, and just kind of just did it out of nowhere. I think if um, Onyx had like some, bl- you know, blacked out some teeth and had some teeth in their mouth and they spat it out and there was like bloody teeth, I think that'd been more effective use of teeth than what they did. So that's really it.
3: Yeah, for I have mixed feelings. About this look. On one hand, I really like this look. And I think it fit the prompt better than a lot of the other looks that we saw here. But then, Patricia and the judges brought up a really good point about... Is this Onyx? Or is this just their rendition of the Garbage pale Kids? Right? About the um, the guts gag. When the reason that Onyx stood out so much... Is when they were bringing up in the laboratory that they had, like, her guts hanging out because she really likes the thrill of danger and stuff like that. I kind of expected her to do more with it. yeah. And then, of course, on the actual floor show, she tries... To showcase this by coming over with this, like, this cut-off leg. But then it's like, if your leg is cut off, why is your other leg still there? Then, of course, then it's, like, brought up that's like, why are the skates still on the prop leg and not on her other leg? Wouldn't that make a lot more sense if she just switched it out? Like, if the character did that? But, I don't know. I mean, there was something kind of fun and campy about her not doing that and just swinging around this leg that had roller skates on it so I appreciated that. Yeah. But at the same time I was also like does this make sense? Like what is going on here? That's what I have to say.
1: On okay. That.
0: Yeah, I yeah. This one is really just it's very costumey. Like I'll probably wear this for my next like gay little like orgy party. But <laughs> but like I won't I won't go in there being like this is a true representation of me. I'll be going in there and I'll be like, oh, you hate going to gay costume parties? Well I probably shouldn't tell you that I'm Onyx on dicks pretending to be a garbage pail kid from Dragula Season 5. <laughs> okay. You guys you guys wanna go ahead and just move on to uh the next person?
2: Yeah. Throb. I wanna go first.
0: Okay, go ahead.
2: In the words of the late Zavoletta, where's the filth love? Where's the filth? Oh, oh, An ice cream slinger serving human-based ice cream, but very subdued to their midsection. Someone called Sabrina Spellman from Netflix adaptation to get her escape demon. Someone called the Cenobites from the B film, um, Hellraiser's. Like I was kind of like live laugh loving this to look at first, but then when they did the gag, I was like, okay, this is this is cool. Like there's not enough filth for me to. Consider this a filth look, but it is very quintessential, like, throb. And it fit the challenge really well. So I'm, like, I'm accepting. And it was enjoyable. They were cute. I did enjoy, like, the little, like, doll eyes they did that made them look very, like, puppety. I I enjoy, like, the base aspects of this. I just didn't enjoy the fact, like, it was, like, a little too clean for me. Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay. Not okay. mad at it, though. All right.
3: Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about it. The other thing that feels a little disconnected for me is the head cap being made of like ice cream that only has like a little bit of blood on it, and then the rest of the ice cream that they're carrying is like all guts and gore. It's just like like connect the right. concept make like yeah. And then, and then, I do agree that the outfit was a little too clean. There was a little bit of like blood staining that I see on like the shorts, but I'm pretty sure this was after Throb did the gag. I think it would have really elevated the look more if Throb was like wearing gloves that were just absolutely blood stained, and then the rest of the outfit was like really clean, as if like Throb's character was like a clean freak, but yeah, I'll still gouge my own insides out
0: that would have been cute, like kind of yeah. like a
3: disconnected reality. Yeah, but I enjoyed this look. Mm-hmm. I I really liked it.
0: Okay. So since the since the trailer dropped for the season, I was so excited for this look. This is once again another very Patricia leaning look. <laughs> it's very campy and colorful, but kind of messed up. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm very biased towards this look. I'm just going to be very upfront about that now. Like someone on the Dragula Reddit said Throb was very smart to give a name that was very clear right up the right up front. It says Sid scoops right on the hat and you can read that from a mile away. I love the tiny details of like just the tinier rhinestones that are all over it. That's a really nice detail. I think that this is a good look. I love the color play because these are very cartoony colors that they have going on with the red, white, and yellow. My biggest critiques of this look are Like you guys said, it's a little bit too clean. I think that there should have been more staining going on. I think that there should have been a little bit more like maggots and flies on the actual ice cream. Because when you're up close and personal, you can see them. But when you're far away, you can't really see the like maggots and flies as much. Mm -hmm. And this is just a me thing. I hate that they are just wearing just a basic ass like Oxford shoe with red stripes. Like, I kind of would have preferred that they had, like, a small heel to it. Like, just a tiny heel. I don't know. I, I That's just a personal preference thing. As far as their performance go, I think that their performance was pretty good. Um, they definitely sold, like, cutesy but messed up. Like, disturbed cutesy. Um, I think that the best way they could have elevated it is, like, after they scoop the insides out. They, like, rip one of the intestines, and then shit pours out all over the ice cream. And then they go, oops, did I do that? I think that's that would have been, like, the best way to just tie everything together. But other than that, I think that this was actually a really good look, and I think that this was, like, one of the best ones that fit the theme. Mm-hmm. All right, do you guys want to just move on to the next person?
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's Anna. I have one thing to say only, unfortunately. What do you mean? Someone gets Saint. This bitch is coming for her goddamn gig. Oh, yeah. It's the housewife thing. Because remember, Saint did the housewife look for the filth floor show. But Saint's whole thing was, like, eating cat shit, And Anna's, like, ah. dick. The banana was covered in chocolate. I didn't love this look. I think... I think
3: it had, like, great potential. I think the outfit and the hair and everything, I think it was great. I think the way it was executed was a little poor, especially with uh, Anna literally fumbling on stage and her wig and her face falling off. Like, you could have, like, at least, like, adhered it a little bit, like, at the neck, and then, like peeled your face off, and then maybe then, like your wig fell off. I also wish like when her wig fell off, like it took like her scalp with it, or something like that, or maybe it was like hanging on like some threads, like some like really, really push the look and the performance you're trying to do because you peel the you peel the face off and you've got like this really intense red like muscle makeup obviously her skins come off right but then her wig comes off and it's just her bald head so that's where i kind of lost it and then the way that the mask was i assume like she did like a latex peel of her own face and then like put makeup on it I just kind of wish it was, like, more adhered to her face because the fact it wasn't was really distracting and you could see the makeup underneath. And I kind of just knew immediately there was going to be a reveal. And then when you know there's a reveal at that point, it's not really a reveal. The condiments. I wish they poured the condiments on themselves. Especially if, if she's trying to be the banana. Like, make yourself the banana split, bitch. And then your face comes off. I feel like this week Anna was a little shy on stage and didn't perform as much as she probably could have, and didn't utilize the stage as much as she could have, and that if she did more with the look she had prepared, that she could have easily won the challenge or at least scored really high. But it was the fact that her performance kind of fell apart on stage that set her really low. Yeah. It's one of those looks where performance makes everything.
0: Yeah. Piggybacking off of that very last statement. It's one of those looks where performance makes everything cuz it's such a simple look, you know. Mhm. It's it's a yellow fat. It's a yellow like plasticky fabric with a fake apron tacked onto it. It's not a very complex look. Um I'm not really going to say much. I'm just going to say that, honestly, I would have put this look up for extermination. The look wasn't that great. The floor show performance wasn't that great. Mm -hmm. I understand that the Boulets said the reason that she was spared wasn't just because of her name, but because she actually, like, had a performance, whereas the two that were up for the bottom kind of just stood there. But, like, even then, I feel like her movements were super jittery. She seemed really uncomfortable just being in this look. Mm -hmm. I will give her props for the, like, false latex face. I will say that, like, it looks unnerving (laughs) at the start. Like, when she walked out, I was kind of like, oh, what's wrong with her eyes?
3: (laughs) I was like, Mike Myers feels a little cunt today. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I feel like this look definitely could have used... There were a lot of, like, fine details that it was just missing. Like, both as a look and a performance. Uh, And I'm just gonna leave it at, it was honestly one of the worst of the night for me.
2: Can I share something really dark with y'all? No.
0: You wanna fuck anaphylactic?
2: No. I didn't have just one bullet point. I made an entire essay on it. That was reflective because when everything came off i had a moment of like deep seething anger Uh-oh. and then i stopped halfway writing the note I'm like oh god i'm not angry at her i'm angry at me because when the wig fell off i was like you're like me too shaky mad
0: <laughs> you said you said i'm not angry i'm just disappointed <laughs>
2: and then i went to the bathroom like you're not disappointed at her you're disappointed at yourself for every time your own wig fell off. And then I got mad at her because she didn't incorporate it. So that's why I didn't want to say it in my piece. Because like, y'all would have called me after it, so.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we would have. But you know what? I I appreciate your self-reflection. Okay, well let's move on to who's next. I think we all agree that um, Little Miss Anaphylactic did not deliver this episode. Yeah. Um, Rainitra, who is next on our list? My thing is getting caught up.
2: Yeah. Next on our list is Fantasia. Um I didn't have any notes, y'all can deal with her because I didn't understand her look at first.
1: Alright,
0: I'll I'll start it off. Um, I think that this look actually So this look is like a it's like a plastic surgery look. Um, like it's one of those plastic surgery looks that you see every other drag queen do. Um, let's not pretend. Let's not pretend that it's like completely original. However, I, I do think it's a decent look. Um, I think that she has just enough going on that it's a little bit cartoony, like she has on a lot of the pla- the, the skin parts of the look. She has, like, an outline that makes it look cartoony. I don't get why she has, like, 5,000, 5,000 written on her boobs. I don't know if that's supposed to be, like, like, they cost 5,000 each or something. Uh, She did kind of just, like, walk around looking in pain. I don't know. I think overall it's it's starting to grasp the the idea of like Garbage Pail Kids. So I think it's like low safe for me.
3: Mm-hmm. I did not like this look very much at all.
0: Shady music noise.
3: And I, I definitely agree it should have been low safe, maybe even in the bottom, because for me, it wasn't really giving... Garbage pale kids. I think knowing that Fantasia is a trans woman, I don't want to critique this look because I know that it's probably like one of those looks that's like very personal to her. Wh- personal to her, you know what I mean? Do it. Like with, with all the surgery. At the same time, it's like, does it meet the prompt? Like I said earlier with like the uh the blood bag, I was like, what's she gonna do with it? And then she brought out a look that honestly we've seen before, on uh, Dracula. So I was kind of disappointed because at least when Hoso did it, like it made it was it was just horror. You're supposed to just do something that was horror, and Hoso did something creative with it. But this look isn't supposed to be horror. It's supposed to be filth, and it's supposed to be like kind of like campy and fun. And then Fantasia shows up in a look that's just her suffering in pain from plastic surgery. I think it could have been a great look and a great concept for another episode, but for this specific prompt, it didn't make much sense to me. Not to mention, since we've brought up costumey things before and since the judges have, I'm surprised that nobody mentioned that she's literally just wearing, like, a skin-tight bodysuit thing that doesn't even... Like, all the skin parts don't even match her skin tone. Yeah. So it, it just didn't connect for me, and it didn't work for me, and I didn't like it. I didn't
0: like this look. Moving on, the next contestant is Cynthia Dahl. <laughs> Who wants to talk about Cynthia's look first?
3: Um, I'll go. First of all, Molly Method. She's coming for both me and Crystal's gig. Are you fucking serious? I want to kill this bitch for that reason alone. So, <laughs> I do want to bring up, like, some other misses and some other hits for me. First of all, let's talk about the fact that she did this in a dumpster, because she really, really wanted that to be known this episode. <laughs> she that she... Did this in a dumpster and still came out looking better than J.K., according to her. Yeah, that's Do like... we think that's true, though? First of all, girl, your makeup looks almost identical to the last episode. <laughs> Maybe you did the eyeshadow a little smaller than you did, but girl. Although, considering she did do it in a porta potty, I mean, she, she blended and color matched her skin decently. Yeah. Considering the lighting wasn't that good in there.
2: I thought she so, was gonna feel for that. Sorry. But I think she is gonna feel right at home doing her makeup at a porta potty, but you no, know, whatever.
0: I have this weird disconnect I... with her and Onyx, and I'm I'm sorry, Molly, I just need to get this off my chest really quick. Okay. I have this weird disconnect with her and Onyx where they both walked in and it seemed like they were gonna be the filth girls of the season. But like Raina just alluded to Like, she complained to no end about having to be stuck in a porta potty and it's kind of like, what's more filth than just taking something, like, taking the worst-case scenario and owning it to the most extreme degree? Mm Mm-hmm. But you're not doing that. You're complaining about every little thing that doesn't go your way. Mm Mm-hmm. But, sorry for interrupting. Go ahead and finish your thought, Molly.
3: So, I like this look but i also don't i like this look because for me it fits the prompt it's a garbage pale kid for me i think the pants and the outfit was really fun it was just dirty enough and then and then the uh, the reina terror hair <laughs> i, I kind of like the Lorena <laughs> terror hair um i don't know I, something i didn't understand was her bringing a cartoonishly tiny carrier with a doll on it as if she's supposed to be a mother. Like, girl, you're supposed to be a garbage pail kid, not a garbage pail mom. I think it's a bong that she's holding? Or, like, like it's some. Uh, no? It's a crack pipe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, the crack pipe she's holding, it's rhinestoned and it's so pretty and so clean in comparison to the rest of the outfit being dingy and disgusting. Like, I kinda wish she could have, like, connected it. You know what I mean? It felt a little disconnected. And then she also didn't perform as much as, like, if if she was going to bring the stroller with the baby on it and then the the crack pipe, I I wish she did more with it and really made it into a story. If you're going to be a crack-addicted single mother who's struggling, then really be that instead of just, like, posing and being cute with it i kind of didn't understand some of the uh critiques that she got from the judges such as saying like oh it's too literal we don't like it because it's too literal well some of the other some of the other contestants also did a little too literal and i don't hear you saying anything about fantasia or about orc being a literal hemorrhoid.
0: I think the issue there is that, like, we don't know a whole lot about Cynthia's story. That's true. Um, we didn't really get a whole lot alluded to how this look might relate to Cynthia. Mm-hmm. And even on the podcast, the Boulets explained that they didn't really, like, know how this look related to Cynthia. So if Cynthia is someone who has no relation to anyone who does crack, or if Cynthia has never experienced a crack addiction, it's, again, you're wearing a costume and you're not even taking it far enough to, like, an extreme enough version that it's kind of like, oh, this is obviously not a realistic depiction depiction of someone who is addicted to crack or cocaine or meth or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of one of those where it's like, yeah, you you depicted the thing, but, like... You kinda depicted it so close to home that all you really did was you were like, This is a thing that is that exists. You didn't really take a stance. You were just kind of like, people have addiction. Yeah. Is is the filth that you that like people have a realistic problem in the world. Can I talk about this look really quick?
3: Yeah, I've said pretty much all I wanna say about it.
0: Okay, I'm gonna keep it really short. I'm gonna keep it classy, I'm gonna keep it sassy. I thought this look was bad. I thought that this was one of the worst looks of the night. Yes. The hips are nice. Um at the same time, there was no real cohesive element to it. It was a decent outfit and then you made it look like you did you did meth at the end. That was kind of it and I was just kind of like for someone who talks such a big game going into this episode, it was very silly of you. To be presenting this compared to everyone else, and that is what I will say about this. Reyna, what do you want to say?
2: Okay, so I'm gonna do the funny stuff first before we get a little bit too real with the Reyna lore. One, I can't believe that bitch stole my wig. I was looking for that fucking wig when I was trying to clean all of them, and that was that blonde one was missing. So there's that. But everyone kind of touch upon it. Like I don't know, growing up with like. My father, who was a method for most of his life, <laughs> uh, my life alive, and like saying like other family members who struggled with that type of addiction, it just felt very much like not fun. Like there, of course, there's a sadness when it comes to like addiction and stuff like that with like an actual because it's an actual disease that affects everyone. But there's also like whimsy, I guess. Like if Cynthia embraced the super like absurd aspects that comes with a- with the, that type of addiction and, like, exaggerated further. Like, like if she wore like, a very skimpy suit, I think. Or, like, a very, like, slutty version of, like, a doll. And she pushed that and, like, was, like, the single meth mom booking and hooking to feed her daughter. Like, very, like- I don't know. There's, like, so many things that she could have done that I could have- I think would have been very great because the whole- like addiction is like at certain points kind of funny and because it's filthy Mm -hmm. i wanted her to get really balls up the wall cuckoo for cocoa puffs boots the house down pussy drop when i saw her with like the meth pipe i was like oh so she's gonna like show like a world one of the roller coaster emotion that comes with like substance abuse because that would have been filthy fun suddenly yell at the doll, beat, beat the crib or like pick at her skin, just more performance. So it's like very theatrical and tasteful. There's a way to do this tastefully. And Cynthia just showing up and just being like, Oh, I have a meth pipe. That's like taboo. That's why it's filthy. Wasn't tasteful. It was very boring and a, a little upsetting. Yeah. Uh, the, the especially when like she showcased the doll, she could have been like a young mom or whatever. Really pushed that sentiment. Like it, it was so unpolished to the point where it actually was insulting and infes- offensive, in the literal sense of the word. Um, that's it.
0: I, I didn't like this look. There's a thing in there's a thing in filth, as the filth girly. There's a thing in filth called refuge and audacity, and it's the idea that you go so far that you can't really critique the person because they're just so far out there that it's like, well, no normal person is... No, no person is going to be this far. And it's this look, unfortunately, is short of refuge and audacity, where like Reina said, like I was trying to get to, it's, it's just saying that meth addiction exists. It's not actually, like, taking it to an extreme. It's just kind of like, oh, yeah, people are addicted to meth, and that's the filth.
2: So next person is Jarvis. Something fun to lighten
0: up the mood. I'll go first as a Jarvis stan. Um, I loved this look. I thought that this look was cute and stupid and goofy and boofy. Um, I love Jarvis, and I love everything that they do. I appreciated the comical cartoony gloves, as well as, like, the way that they tried to make it look like they were a ghost with a little, like, ectoplasm tail at first, and then they ripped off the tail to reveal a gigantic penis. I also love the magazine that they brought. They showed pictures on their Instagram of all of the magazine pages, and it was just really cool to see that. Um, the magazine says, like, "Play Dead." And it has little, like, hand-drawn, like, ghost pornography. <laughs> so that was really cute. Yeah, I thought that this was a cute look. Was it high? No. But I do love the staining. I love the use of, like, the crushed velour material on it.
3: Mm-hmm. I, I liked it. It was, it was one of the really, really silly looks that made me laugh. And I was like, oh my god, it's so funny. Although, I did have, like, some issues First of all, if you're a ghost, why would a ghost be pooping themselves? I'm pretty sure ghosts don't do that. <laughs> That's, like, something that bothered me a little bit. Like, it's a ghost covered in doo-doo. There was just kind of shit on Jarvis, and it just didn't really connect with the rest of the outfit. This, this is something I really should have brought up a little more with J.K. as well. J.K. and Jarvis both did very, very similar looks. At least in terms of, like, performance and what they were trying to go for. Of course, I mean, how are they going to know what the other one's doing? And then the fact that they both did this kind of look is just a coincidence. But the fact that we already saw J.K. doing this kind of look, and then then there's Jarvis there. And then it's just kind of like, oh, okay, it's another look of someone masturbating and jizzing on themselves. Um, I do like Jarvis's performance a little more than JK's because uh, Jarvis actually used the magazine a lot more as part of their performance whereas JK just kind of showed it off and was just looking at it. Jarvis actually folded it out and revealed like a like a hand-drawn woman on there. Then at some point at the beginning I think there was like a sign that was like boobs here with an arrow. <laughs> I, I think that's what I remember. And then Jarvis actually had a dick that actually jizzed. I think I liked the performance better. Do I like the look better than J.K.? No. I think Jarvis's look was a little too simple. I think it was just a swirly McTwirly ghosty boy. (laughs) And um, then there was just kind of shit all over his booty hole that didn't really make any sense because he's supposed to be a ghost. I think it was safe and I think it was fun. Was it particularly noteworthy? No.
2: Okay, okay. My notes were not good. Actually, they're kind of they're kind of stupid. <laughs> uh, past me is such an idiot. If I'm gonna be honest, um, past me said, "Wow, another gooner, but dressed as the sperm. He's gonna goon without any of J.K. slime gag." I'm kind of bored. Oh my god, boobies on Dracula. Oh my god, that is a super fucking bold um, bold gag. Jarvis, I'm so sorry for doubting you. Now that it's over, I'm kind of bored again. Those are my notes. Oh my I didn't talk about anything about the outfits or the, um, specifics
0: about the gag. Are you bored that the gag was over or are you bored that the floor show was over? I was bored <laughs> that the gag was over. Okay.
2: Not really much to go off of. Well did you like the outfit? Honestly, I like the material of the outfit. That's that's the one thing that stood out to me was just like the velvet um the lore crush thing. That particular texture of fabric really gets my eye when Saint like just because of the way like it plays with light and really keep like it really is reflective. I'm a pie at heart and I like reflective, shiny, light playing things. Like uh it reminded me of um Saint's ghost look. Yeah, unfortunately Jarvis didn't get much of a think piece from me.
0: (laughs) Well, you know what? We can move on to our next monster. Nihuru X.
2: Finally, some good fucking food to go along with Orgotic. That's what I wrote down as my main point. Um, I was starving for good filth, and Neo has me fed mama. She ate and left no crumbs, girly pop. I love the rhinestones shrinking um the closer they got to the center of face like um if you if you saw like the close-up with their big old bug eyes like towards the outer most outer portion of the eye socket for each of her eyes they kind of um the rhinestones just got really huge and then like as I closer as I got closer sorry to um the center of the face we got like the most tiny delicate like most Wamana rhinestone ever, and I thought that was really cute, really clever with the like, textures. I also like the belly button vagina bursting with like webs that kind of look like she had like multiple fifty day loads in her. I thought that was very fun. It gave me to like it gave me flashbacks to a particular season that Patricia does not like to talk about because everyone loves this season. So, disclaimer, trigger warning, content warning, season two mention. <laughs> it reminds you of, like, uh, Majesty's uh, uh, Cenobite look, where it was, like, nothing but, s- but sex and sex and sex and body modification specifically for sex. The black and white really accentuated her silhouette, and, this, and, you know, unlike Blackberry, the shoes matched the color scheme, and the claws were really amazing. This is how you do polished filth. However... Do I think it really meets the challenge of a Garbage Pail Baby? I don't really think so, in my personal opinion. It's good filth, but I don't think it really meets the challenge requirements as much as, like, Throb did. Or, like, um, JK. Or, like, Onyx, like, very on the dart thing. And that's it. That's all I have to say. Okay. Uh, Molly, you want to go next? Yeah. So, I
3: liked this look. But I didn't love this look in terms of um did it meet the challenge brief if if it was used for like a different type of challenge it would absolutely be a winner yeah but for this kind of floor show i think she kind of missed the mark to me this wasn't filthy it was giving horror to me Maybe I just perceive filth and horror a little differently. When she started like pulling the spider webs and like even like parts of her body like out of her pussy in her belly, it didn't make me feel like, ill. it made me feel like really itchy as in actually disturbed. And maybe this is just me speaking as the one person here who actually has a pussy, but... I don't know. I just genuinely felt like disturbed and like ah, rather than ill mm-hmm. at the look. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's like the concept of like the concept of birth and pulling things out. It doesn't it doesn't really gross me out. It's I've kind of just accepted it as as a normal part of life. It's just it's there. It it shit happens. You know what I mean? But. I think it was cute, but I had the same issue that I had with uh, Cynthia, which is like, is this a garbage pail kid or is she doing another mommy look? Because it kind of just looks like she's like a pregnant spider mommy. That's like a hooker. I don't know. In terms of technical skill, I think she absolutely sold me over. I mean, don't get me wrong. She her look was absolutely stunning, absolutely beautiful to look at and absolutely disturbing. I I think she should have been safe and not high for this look for the simple reason that she didn't really meet the challenge
2: prompt. So I like it, but I don't agree with its placement. I will say um I think the filth was more of like the amount of jism in her mommy mommy cavern than like the fact that she's giving birth it's like the fact that she got fucked so hard that many times like it's just like it's like how cum dumpsters and cum pigs are filthy
0: i think part of the reason it's more filth than horror is because of the way that she's portraying it you could do this look as like a horror performance but you would have to be a lot more fantasia royale gaga with your performance where you're like screaming you're looking like you're terrified But, like, throughout this performance, she looks like she's enjoying it. She's having fun. She's reveling in it, almost. I think that's part of why this was her interpretation of filth. And I think that part of it, too, is, like, I think part of it is when you start to split hairs over is being repulsed by a thing, is that filth, or is that horror, you know? Yeah. As far as the actual look, though, I think that this is a good look. I think that she performed pretty well, aside from... She didn't seem super confident in the shoes, including her just kind of, like, falling on the shoes while she's walking in them. I think she kind of was on theme with, like, Garbage Pail Kids, because I don't think Garbage Pail Kids means that you have to be, like, a kid... Like, I think, it's, I think it's very much, like, whenever I doodle my little, like, scabies babies, it doesn't mean that they're, like, a baby completely. It means that they just, like, look like a kid.
3: She doesn't really look like a kid, though.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, I mean, in terms of, like, if she were on Riverdale, she would. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but she's not,
0: so. Like, the only one who actually looks like a kid is Throb and maybe Blackberry. But even then, if you wanted to split hairs, Blackberry has a mustache and a beard, and I have not met any eight-year-old with a mustache and a beard. So, like, congrats, she doesn't look like a kid. Yeah, she has, like, eight eyes. (laughs) I haven't met a kid with eight eyes. No, I think this is a good look. I get what you guys are saying about it not necessarily fitting the theme. I think it kind of does, but I think that's one of those where it's really going to depend on your own personal preferences. Mm Mm-hmm. That's one of those where I think it's agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. I think it's okay. I think it's filthy because of the way that she portrays it. Like she looks like she's in like she looks like the character is enjoying the process. She looks like the character is just loving every single second of this as opposed to like being horrified.
2: Like the bitch from Goblin Caves.
0: I don't know what that is.
2: V- Listeners at home, Not if this. you know, I know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Not this
2: Not this You should
3: be banned from this podcast for, for bringing that up I was trying to remove that from my fucking memory You fucking bitch I swear to god yeah.
0: Is that like a California thing?
2: No 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 So Should I even explain this Or should I do explain this off, off podcast?
0: No I'm gonna say this it This is filth Please yeah, let's do, do it. It. Go what? ahead tell me
2: so, mind <laughs> y'all viewers at home, I'm in an all-black, um, <laughs> leather cat-boy Cut to the chase, costume. girl. So, <laughs> imagine that explaining Goblin Cave. Okay, so Goblin Cave is a Bara-esque, yaoi, um, animation of this big-titty, big-booty twink that gets kidnapped <laughs> by goblins. <laughs> And then gets whisked away to a cave. And these goblins aren't sexy. These are, like, actual, like, goblin goblins. And they all take turns turning him into his little cum dump. Into their little cum dump. The entire horde of goblins in the cave. He would... The, 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 the character being fucked, not consensually, sort of, at first was, like, terrified, but then he enjoys it. And, like, actually starts, like, really enjoying it. And it became a big meme on Twitter for a bit. Um, for a very... Sub- Understandable. Yeah, because it's so ridiculous. man titties jiggle like that? <laughs> you fucking Bitch <Patricia>. has <laughs> like, I mean, like, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> yeah, they were seriously going.
3: They were going harder than anime girls in hentai. <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> un- <laughs> <laughs> it's so It's <laughs> so
1: inserious.
3: <laughs>
2: anyway... Yeah, the Haunted Brick of San Francisco is also a degenerate. What about it? Do you want to move on?
3: (laughs) I I just hate that you bring that up because I discovered that video on accident, thinking it was something else that I saw, and I was like,
2: what's the actual fuck am I looking at? (laughs) I saw Make rounds, and I decided, I'll see. What's the hype? And then I was like, oh i wish i didn't but now lives with me sorry sorry go on
1: let's move on, <laughs> we need to just... let's, move on. <laughs>
0: let's talk about satana can we not i did not understand what was going on with this look um, oh, did I? <laughs> I was
2: hoping y'all did because i didn't either. like
0: like and I, I this is one of those where I was really kind of like there's a there's a one throwaway shot of her like dying the tool on her boots when they're going through the lab and like watching everyone make their stuff. There's one throwaway shot of her dying the tool on her boots and that's literally the only time we see her. And you can't even see the spots that she dyed. <laughs> you can kind of see them but like she she basically put like the tiniest amount of paint on the tool i i think she's supposed to be a crazed bride who cut off all of her skin and is cutting off the skin of people around her maybe i don't know um I, yeah she gets a she gets a c minus for effort
3: Nah, bitch, I'm giving her an F. I don't know what the fuck this is. This should have been in the bottom.
0: (laughs) God. They didn't have enough maggots and worms to actually put uh, as many people in the bottom as, as, like, deserved to be in the bottom. (laughs)
3: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh Uh-huh.
0: Like, they were just kind of like, they were like, well, I guess Onyx and Cynthia.
3: (laughs) This, to me, this didn't really meet the prompt. It only really met the prompt because... She was being like slightly childish in her performance? Yeah. Question mark. But she doesn't look any bit like a garbage pail kit bitch. She looks like Satan in a girl's body, which is her entire drag persona. Congratulations, you're yourself on stage. Congratulations, you didn't really meet the challenge prompt. I don't know what you're supposed to be. And just, even even the outfit, it doesn't make any sense. Like, she's got black tulle, everything else, and then her boot covers are pink tulle. Like, it doesn't work. It's not connecting.
0: And then it's kind and... of like, why, I, I don't, why does it look like her face has had the skin peeled away, but then you don't ever see, like, the skin of her face? I feel like if you had that, you would show that you cut your skin off. Like, Anna but she doesn't have that. <laughs> Reyna, what did you think? Okay. Sorry for interrupting <laughs> my sneezing.
2: <laughs> um, I'm going to pull up the Instagram photo to see if there's any more details. Because based on the floor show alone, I was like, oh. um, It was pussy, it was cunt, if it wasn't on Dragula. I did not like the editing of the floor
0: show. Did you guys notice that they posted uh, Fantasia's look twice <laughs> in the Instagram?
2: Yeah. You know how I mentioned... Well, I didn't mention in the podcast. I removed it because it was, like, excess rambling um, when I edited the first episode. But last episode, I said that a lot of her drag gives me the dead emo meme of the Mexican girl, the Mexican emo girl with a cowboy hat and cowboy boots grilling on the grill while, like, like, Mexican emo music is playing in the background. That's what this is giving me. That, but as a quinceañera girl. Like, she gives me, like, star of a quinceañera. But not even that great because she doesn't have the full gown. Just like the back trail of it. I'm pulling up the actual photo. She's wearing one of my wigs. I don't know what is it about filth girls wearing my wigs, honestly. I'm flattered, but girl, they're they're not filthy. They're horrific. She has like a razor blade earring. Which is cool, I guess. The reference to like cutting flesh. She has scissors. I think I agree with the both of you where she should have had the gag where she cuts her face off. This just wasn't a good look for me, honestly. I I don't have anything nice to say about it.
0: It's like the opposite of Cynthia. It's so far removed from anything that I don't know what it's supposed to be. I have
2: some idea what the outfit's supposed to be, but I don't have any idea what everything else is supposed to be.
0: Or like how it works together. Also, if we're gonna nitpick details if you look at the Instagram photo, her toes are unpainted. Like, her toes aren't red. Yeah.
2: <laughs> She's giving me the red demon from Insidious if it was Yassified.
0: Maybe this was her, like, unplanned horror icons reimagined. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. The end of her performance she's like shoving bloody tampons into her mouth. Maybe she's like the tampon demon or something.
3: She cosplayed as a period for her look. <laughs>
2: but she didn't do it well. Yeah,
0: they, didn't, they didn't even let Hollow do that.
2: <laughs> I think they didn't let they let Satana do it because it was just so not
0: well executed for Phil, so they're like, eh. Go ahead. But then it's also like, how does the cutting off the face it into periods like right.
2: yeah that's true how does it
0: connect if i'm gonna be i'm gonna, I'm
2: gonna do one of my reina stretches so
0: okay
3: <laughs> all right everyone sit back and relax and grab da, some
0: popcorn. Da, da, da,
3: da, da,
2: so base so in some English-speaking countries, the word gash is also slang for vagina. So I'm assuming, like, her peeled um, face is a way to invoke the idea of a gash. As in, like, you know, a wound, like a cut wound, especially with the, with the little razor earring. But at the same time, it doesn't really fit for the fact that, like, you know, the type face is peeled
1: off. <laughs>
2: and but I think she... Yeah. No, go ahead. That's that, that's a that's a it. it's a tiny one this time. Okay. <laughs> okay,
3: and I I think if she was trying to I think if she was trying to like play off the uh, the gash word for vagina I think she should have had three silicone pussies made in China <laughs> or something like that like something to really make the outfit like make it more literal make it make sense give it a story
0: yeah have she pussy just kind earrings. of looks like.
3: Yeah, (laughs) she kind of just looks like, she kind of just looks like a demonic teenager to me.
0: Yeah. It, it just, it didn't really work for me. I will say the prosthetics on the face look cool. Yes. Like, like, let's get some compliments in here. The prosthetics close up look pretty cool. They do.
2: Yeah, they do. Yeah, her face is really great. That's why I thought the look was kind of cunty.
0: Or was it cutty?
2: hate you i hate you you stupid bitch
3: i like the i like the uh the teeth poppins yeah yeah
0: okay well let's go ahead and move on i think actually i think satana is the last one
2: yeah they saved the worst for last
0: all right so (laughs) satana is the last one we get the little like bits where they have all of their like gags and reveals Mm -hmm. um who did you guys like I think we all agreed that Throb was probably the most on theme. But who would you guys choose for high? You can only choose two. Who would you put for high? I
3: would have done Orcotic
2: and I think I'm going to go with Blackberry. Okay. I'm going to have to agree with Molly actually. Um I think Orc and Blackberry not only were the most on theme, in my opinion, but also, like, the most of them. So, you yeah. know, and Blackberry.
0: I I really don't want to say the same thing, although I do agree that Orc, Orc definitely belongs up there. I think Blackberry actually did a pretty good job of fitting the prompt. Mm-hmm. I think it could have been anyone between, and I'm going to break my own rule, I'm going to pick four people. I think it could have been anyone between Blackberry, Orc, Neo, and Jarvis. I think that Jarvis had just enough that was like their character as opposed to a costume. Like I said, I think that's more like, I can't really pick two. I guess Orc and Blackberry. That's the mm-hmm. episode. Let's just cut it there. <laughs> so who do you guys think should be up for extermination?
2: 100, percent, Cynthia and Satana. Oh, okay. I think Satana should have been in like the bottom three
3: or bottom four along with Anna. But I do agree that Onyx and Cynthia should have been the ones the most up for extermination.
0: Yeah, I think I'm going to agree with Molly. I think that um, I see why Onyx was up for extermination because first episode the Boulets were like, hey. You need to do something that's in your character. And then Cynthia, like we said, it was just lacking in a lot of areas. So I, I definitely get why they were the bottom two, and I agree that they belonged in the bottom two. Uh, let's talk about the extermination really quick. So the extermination is a fun one. The extermination is you have to move as many maggots, mealworms, and like just general wiggly little worms to a cup. A table over using only your mouth. Do you guys think you would have been able to do this? Yeah. Interesting. Okay.
3: This is not my first time handling mealworms. First of all, they were just mealworms. If they were actual maggots or actual worms, I would have been like, bye. I would have violence, exclamation point out my way out the competition. But they were mealworms. I've literally had a pet lizard before, and I've literally had to feed it mealworms by hand granted they weren't alive but i've literally touched mealworms before so i'm familiar with mealworms so i would be disturbed but i would do it i would absolutely do it
0: what about you reyna not Ah. this (laughs) (laughs) for anyone who can't see reyna is uh hiding behind a gorgeous metallic fan
2: (laughs) okay so I'm a fraud. I can't do filth. Oh wow. <laughs> um <laughs> at least not like actual basic filth, conceptual filth I can do. But if you want me to touch, put like mealworms in my mouth without like a reason to beyond like I just leave some stupid show. I'm not gonna do it well. I'm not gonna handle it well. I also had a lizard before Beat Our Dragon, specifically RIP. And I fed, fed him mealworms and crickets and stuff, so I'm, like, I'm used to handling them. But I do not like the concept of having it in my mouth.
0: So yeah, I would have been exterminated with this challenge, honestly. I, okay, I personally, I would have been able to do it. Would I have loved doing it? No. Not at first. Would, would I have, like, taken a mealworm and shoved it up my butt just for the added, like, filth of it all? Yes. Okay, work.
3: You have autistic tendencies. yeah. As Faye would like to put it.
0: <laughs> well, acid reflux is a symptom autism. Yeah, no, I have acid reflux, so if one of them pops back there and hits my um hits my uvula, then I'm gonna be i bo- am I'm gonna be vomiting them all into the cup. Which mm-hmm. I guess might work in my favor, actually. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. I just can't do like food squirming. I can't do that live tentacle thing. That sounds disgusting.
0: I think part of it for me was the sound that they put over the worms. Like, the weird, like, chitinous, like, squirming sound. That was the part where I was kind of like, "Uh uh-uh. I was fine with this, but the moment I had to hear that noise...
3: I, I was honestly disappointed at this extermination. Just because, like... They they were like making it seem all scared or like maggots and worms using only and I expected like bowls full of maggots and like earthworms like earthworms like really slimy nasty and then like and then it's just mealworms and mealworms are not slimy they're like I
0: don't crunchy I guess I don't know they're they're like much harder so it's just like what like you said like if you've owned a lizard then you're going to be like, oh, this is just mealworms. Like, it's it's fine. But if you haven't owned a lizard, then and you're not someone who's just obsessed with worms, then, like, every worm looks the same to you, you know?
2: Yeah, I guess I can see what you're saying. I honestly thought for the filth challenge, they were going to put people in the Teletubby um, toilet bowl filled with, like, water. Not really, like, contaminated, dirty toilet water, but just, like, Water with like an assortment of things that don't smell pleasant and then shove them down a hill.
0: I was at a party yesterday and someone asked the question. First, they asked if you could, if you were, if you had to bathe in a food, what food would you bathe in? And then they asked if you had to bathe in a food, what food would you not want to bathe in? So imagine if the extermination was, and I said, I said, three-week-old tuna. Imagine if the extermination was you had to bathe in three-week-old tuna. Like, imagine if that was the extermination.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Ew. I can do that. I wouldn't like it, but I can do that. I will say I felt so bad for the
3: extermination. I I felt so bad about the extermination. It must have been so traumatizing. For the worms. For the poor. For the worms to have to witness Being in someone's Slimy, disgusting, grungy Ass mouth that's no doubt Been exposed to Pathogens and STDs and Cocks and dicks and Penises and then Suddenly they're in a different bowl In loneliness and like what the actual Fuck (laughs) kind of flesh Tuttle portal have i just pat, like traveled through molly you don't have to
0: vague imagine no, just say cynthia do you think that uh mealworms can get herpes <laughs> no but they probably cynthia.
2: smelled it Have the mealworms in cynthia's mouth <laughs> we need to do like um they need to they need to do like a documentary series of the mealworms that are inside cynthia's mouth complete with like (laughs) dramatic music the british voice actor (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) god yeah all right well so so we get done with the extermination and we find out that onyx has unfortunately been exterminated we will not be dealing with onyx anymore um i would just like to say really quick i fucking called it Everyone who doubted me when I said that Onyx was first out, I hope you guys all have to ingest a can of maggots, mealworms, and earthworms.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No. Oh,
1: right.
2: As a Onyx fan, for the first few scenes, I... Do feel like some form of sadness seeing her go, but ultimately it was her time. If I remember correctly, she didn't like mention it to the Belays to their face that she wanted to show versatility, and she was like kind of salty about it. Um, so I was like, if you're not gonna say that to Jack Morda and Swanthula, I I don't think you you're trying to you you sound more like you're trying to convince yourself that's what you're trying to do than like defending your choices, and I and I think. If you're at the point where you're trying to convince yourself of your choices, that's when you should probably start packing your bags and leaving. For any of the TV shows. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
3: I mean, I I love I love Onyx outside of Dragula, but in Dragula, Onyx has just been a cesspit of disappointment for me. I expected a lot more than I got. And I do think that it was her time to go. And con- conveniently, Cynthia did move more mealworms than Onyx did.
0: Cynthia certainly put to bed the rumors about her having a big mouth. She proved them right. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, are you guys excited for next episode? How do you guys like the season so far? Ooh. I don't know. I mean, I I like this season,
3: but I feel like like it's kind of not living up to its predecessors, if that makes sense. Like, we've seen so much of what everyone, like all the contestants, what they can do when they're really put on the spot. And this time, I just don't think they're being pushed enough. Just say you missed season two. No, seriously, though? When... I was watching this with my roommate and she was like, like squirt. She's like, oh, that's like the worst extermination you could ever do. I was like, season two's needle challenge would like to speak to you. Inflicting actual pain on the competitors as opposed to just making them move shit with their mouth. That's all I'll say on it. I do enjoy this season. I look forward to seeing more episodes and I hope that I hope it impresses more than it has to me, to me, it feels a slight bit lackluster given what we've seen of Dracula before.
0: I don't know. That's a critique we hear literally every season of Dracula—the first few episodes in.
3: Yeah, that's that's why I say I do look forward to it because it is only episode two.
0: What about you, Reyna?
2: Um, I'm going to say something very controversial. I'm going to break the cycle of comparing everything to season mm, and season. Mm-mm. And I think season, this season was actually pretty fun. I, I've enjoyed myself watching this. Like, the f- the they went back to their roots, and they're doing it pretty well. Because, like, the way that Cynthia and Jay and everyone else kind of bickering with Jay reminds me of, like, season mm when... I thought we were done comparing a- seasons. I said I wasn't gonna, you know put that season to my top tier. This is what we're missing. Cause like this reminds me of like the earlier seasons when like they had that one person who fought, like from season one to season three. Like that one person gets pinned on. Like that type of like level of drama
0: intensity. And this feels like Well season four had that. Her name was Sigourney Beaver. She <laughs> gave it all yeah. away for free. I feel like I can understand
2: what like, what they're implying based on the editing and I'm excited to see what else they do. Um, The looks have been underwhelming, but since we're on episode two, I think I'm prepared to be excited for whatever it else brings because we still have an entire season left. Yeah. And we kind of have this new Huru and Orch-Gothic romantic subplot thing going on. And then it isn't as blatantly front and center as the stupid Abora, Toso ass turd relationship drama so i'm kind of like i'm excited i'm very excited i'm actually
0: this might be one of my
2: favorite like one of my top three seasons
0: really quick about looks i would just like to say let's not pretend that that dragula as a franchise has always had the like has always served up the most amazing looks Let's all take a walk down memory lane and let's remember Moniki Shame's Cenobite look. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Let us please remember Violencia's uh, promo look. Let's remember Maxi Glamour's episode one look. I think this will be an exciting season. I think that this has been fun so far. I actually kind of hate how much of a focus they have put on creating the looks. Um, I think it'll get better as the season goes on and we thin down the cast. I'm excited for the season. I think it'll be fun. All right. Well, thank you guys for talking. Thank you everyone for listening. Um, I'm very excited to be back here next week and discuss episode 3. We still don't know what the prompt is. Hopefully it's something good. I'm kind of expecting Haunted Hotel. Um, but we'll be back here Next week, Raina, um, do you have any, like, gigs coming up or anything?
2: Not that I know of. I'm trying to see if I can participate in this, like, December show. But so far, it looks like I might not be able to. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it got
0: it got picked up for the class, so. Okay. Molly, do you have anything to say? Do you have any gigs coming up, anything like that? So, unfortunately, I'm not getting booked anymore.
3: But... I am taking that as an opportunity to kind of refine myself a little more. I want to pick up sewing and crafting, and I want to come back to the stage a lot more refined. You know, I do I do want to incorporate a bit more, like, horror and grunge elements into my drag. It's just that I currently don't have the materials or the craftsmanship to pull that off, and that's what I want to work on. But that's that's where, that's where I'm at right now. So okay. she's been quiet, but she's been scheming.
0: Cute. Well, I'm also scheming for everyone out there who's interested. I will be starting Twitch streaming soon. Um, so keep an eye out on social media for when I start Twitch streaming. And also, my little, my little sister here, Raina Terror, has started Twitch streaming. So go follow her. Go subscribe. Go follow Reyna on Twitch. Uh, Go watch her streams. Occasionally she looks like she just got beaten up, but that's just kind of her makeup style. Um, And then, yeah, come back next week and listen to more Gutter Talk. Goodbye, everybody. It's been a scream. Goodbye. Goodbye.